Welcome to the Abundant Grace Podcast, where we discuss the gospel, freedom in Christ, and victorious Christianity. My name is Emily Lewis, and I am so honored that you are here. Sometimes Christianity can feel complicated or become heavy. I'm here to lighten that load. I pray that the chats had on this broadcast will empower and encourage you in your walk with Jesus. Hi there, friend, and welcome to this week's episode of the Abundant Grace Podcast. Today, I'm giving you a behind-the-scenes sneak peek look at belong and rest and immersion in your God-given identity. It's just so good and so important to talk about how our relationship with ourself impacts our relationship with God. So here is the third lesson in this series. And if this piques your interest or you want to go deeper on this, you want the questions and the additional material, go to yourrelationshipwithgod.com forward slash identity to get it all in your inbox starting Monday. Hi there, friend. Welcome to day three of Belong and Rest, an immersion in your God-given identity. Today, we're going to talk a little bit more about how God views you and how you view yourself and therefore how you view God and how it all like works together. It's really important to be grounded first in whose we are. And this is a little bit different still than what God says over you and what God speaks over you. It's kind of honing in on that one thing that God says about you. And that is you are his child and you are held in his arms and you are his and not um, your own. So you don't have to make up your own identity. You don't have to define yourself, even though so many times we're, we're grasping for things that define our worth that actually don't define who at the very core of our being we are. So how does God view you? He views you basically through a lens of love and care. And I want to read this quote uh, from The Gift of Being Yourself by David Benner. It just took my breath away as I was listening to it. Believe it or not, our being is grounded in God's love. The regenerative love of God was our origin. The embracing love of God sustains our existence. The inextinguishable love of God is the only hope for our fulfillment. Love is our identity and our calling, for we are children of love created from love, of love, and for love. Our existence makes no sense apart from divine love. Neither knowing God nor knowing self can progress very far unless it begins with the knowledge of how deeply we are loved by God. Until we dare to believe that nothing can separate us from God's love, nothing that we could do or absolutely nothing that we could do or fail to do, nor anything that could be done by anyone else to us, we remain in the elementary grades at the School of Christian Spiritual Transformation. In order for our knowing of God's love to be truly transformational, it must become the basis of our identity. 
Our identity is who we experience ourselves to be, the I each of us carries within. An identity grounded in God would mean that when we think of who we are, the first thing that would come to mind is our status as someone who is deeply loved by God. End quote. And the beautiful thing about this, to me, that stands out is the more fully we bring our real whole selves to God and we sit in the uncomfortableness of what might have felt shameful or where guilt is is present or what just something that we're like not getting curious about what we're suppressing instead the more we get curious about those in the presence of God the more truly fully we can know ourselves the way that we are known by God he fully knows us but unless we're letting him into those spaces where our relationship is guarded. He loves us, that identity as called by him, as chosen by him, as his child is so secure. That's what never changes. And that's where we can let go of the lesser identities, the things that if they disappeared, us at the core, at the very core, would still be the same. And it talks about it in the book that I just quoted from also. That doesn't mean that we're all going to start looking the same at all. That means we look more human. We look more individual. We look more like who we're supposed to be. So viewing ourselves the way God views us involves a whole lot of acceptance of where we are right now not who we wish we were, not ignoring pieces of ourselves that we wish were different or feeling like we are mistakes. Um, I've quoted it before, but God didn't make mistakes and he didn't start with you. He doesn't make mistakes. He didn't create and fashion you the way that you are with your quirks and your personality and your likes and your dislikes accidentally. And we can fully accept ourselves with our story, with our baggage, with all of it, the way that God accepts us. He is completely holy and he still accepts and loves you and me completely unconditionally, unreservedly. It opens up our relationship with ourselves when we view ourselves the way that God does. And then sometimes it exposes where we don't have a whole or balanced view of who God is and that relationship there. Because if we are disbelieving that God could say those things or believe those things, that those things could coexist, it points to something else. If we're hesitant to bring our full selves to God, yes, we can practice things. And sometimes we need to untwist some things and unpack some things and say, this belief needs to completely go, or we need to flip this one around. I would love to invite you to work with me one-on-one. We can take four months of just intense time together and immerse ourselves in who God is so that you can reframe that and shift some things and have some breakthroughs so that you aren't coming to God afraid of being your true whole self. 
the way that he designed you. Because as we heal our relationship with God and our relationship with ourselves, it's really symbiotic. Both are happening at the same time. We can't separate the two because they are so intertwined. Before I end today's lesson with scripture and speaking life over you, I want to encourage you to go sit, set a timer, one minute, two minutes, three minutes, whatever feels right, and ask God to shine light on and in a space that has felt dark or guarded before. So as we press into relationship with him and a deeper knowing of him, it comes through these experiences of him meeting us in that pain and feeling the unconditional acceptance and unconditional love from him in those places that are painful or that we try to hide. You are safe. Your emotions are safe with God. Your experiences are safe with God and your longings and your hopes and dreams are safe with God too. Proverbs 18.10 says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. Second Samuel 22 verses 23 and 24 says, my God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold and my refuge, my savior, you save me from violence. Psalm 37 verse 5 in the message paraphrase, open up before God, keep nothing back. He'll do whatever needs to be done. When we bring our full selves to God, that's how we grow in relationship to him. As we get more comfortable, truly opening up before God and keeping nothing back, just casting, throwing those cares on him because he cares about you. You don't have to come with your speech prepared or being prim and proper, maybe not prim, but proper and formal in the presence of God. He's opened the doors completely wide open for you to come in and have access to the holiest of all, to bring your petitions, to bring your full real self, to know God and to be known of God. I pray that this was an encouragement to you and stir something deep inside of you that allows you to press in and enjoy and actually experience the full presence of God that is with us and experience that love and that acceptance for yourself, maybe on a new level than before. I'm cheering for you and praying for you and looking forward to seeing you here back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Abundant Grace Podcast. I would love it if you would share this episode with a friend so that they can hear this encouragement and be empowered in their walk with Jesus as well. It would also mean the world to me if you would leave a rating and review on Apple for the Abundant Grace podcast. It really does make a world of difference in getting this podcast into other people's ears so they can be equipped in their relationship with God as well. 
As always, I would love to hear your thoughts on this week's episode. You can find me hanging out on Instagram, emily.abundantgrace, or you can send me an email, hello at emilyklewis.com. That's emily, the letter K, L-O-U-I-S.com. And until next week, remember that God's grace abounds and won't ever run out.